As I get older and I wax more, I notice that my mustache is getting thicker. But it's cool though because bitches with mustaches got good pussy. Patience. What? Am I right? Right, sis. Hmm. Talk about it, bitch. On this episode of the Commercial Break. If you're hanging out with me ever, I'm like, hey, joke, joke, fun, talk, talk. Blah, Are blah, you? blah. Yeah. Fun, Are fun. You yeah. You're you not demonstrating. Yeah. If you ever hang out with me, you're like, fun, fun, laugh, laugh, talk, talk. Can you pick up the bill? Do you have a couch I can stay on? I just have a carry on. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green, and this is my cohort in the Yuckles Clown Fact Clown School and Speed Dating. Kristen Joy Hopley, best to you, Kristen. Best to you, Brian. And best to you in the podcast universe. How are you doing? Thank you for joining us. Hanna. Hanna. Okay, we'll get to that later. That's not even, that, that's an episode that hasn't even aired yet, so we, don't, yeah. we shouldn't do that. Um, okay, so. We talked about, or we, we have not yet talked about, you have not yet heard about Chrissy's vacation to Jamaica. So I want to ask the question, because I don't want to get the, uh, Yaman. Yeah, <laughs> this is a terribly, That's terrible Jeff and accent. I just speak Jamaican now. Yeah, Yaman. Yeah, Yaman. Yeah, what is that? Respect. Respect. Mad yeah, respect. Mad respect. Mad respect, man. <laughs> mad respect. Bless up. Bless up. Yeah. God, you are Yahweh. Is that Yahweh? What are they? I don't know. I don't know. They say something. I know there's three. Yeah, I don't want to be hor- I don't want to come off as you know generally racist on the show. So, um, but tell me this. I just got to know one thing. Not that, that you tried it, but from other people in your hotel that probably were partaking in the local affairs. Yeah, is the weed better or worse than it is here? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just different. It's just different? Yeah, because it's just straight growth. Like here, it's become so much different because of all of the strains Flavors and the and things strain. and the edibles yeah. and the whatever there. It's just straight grass. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just good. that grass. Just that Jamaica <laughs> that grass. Good, good. Yeah, man. That good, good. <laughs> yeah. I drank a ton of red stripes. Uh, yeah. Smoked a lot of weed. Yeah. I mean, when in Jamaica. When in Jamaica, do what the Jamaicans yeah, do. Exactly. Say Yaman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stay in beautiful hotels. Listen, I, I had one experience where I went to Jamaica, and so here's how it goes. I'm on a I think I've told this story, but I'll repeat it because we have seven thousand episodes of the show. You're probably not gonna hear the last time I told it. Uh, my ex-wife and I go to Ocho Rios mm-hmm. on a cruise before we're even married. This is like our first big trip together. So we can't, we cannot even afford to get a room with a balcony. So we have a room with a porthole. You know, oh, you've seen those videos yes. where like the waves are splashing up against the porthole, that <laughs> yes. kind of room, right? Where we actually had to keep the curtain closed as not to make us more seasick. <laughs> So I don't know what it is. It's like the second stop and we go to Ocho Rios and we have this beautiful day planned and we're going to go to the waterfall that you can slide down. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going we're gonna to go eat at this local establishment off the beaten path that, you know, has, has nothing to do. We didn't do the tour guided stuff. Right. We just went off on our own. Right. We got a cab. We yeah. went to wherever we went. So we get in the cab and my ex at the time is like, listen, I think we should smoke a little weed while we're here. Mm-hmm. Get a little weed. Like, you know, when in Rome, Jamaica. do what the Romans <laughs> do. When in Jamaica, smoke the ganja, yeah. right? And I, at the time, I was not a weed smoker. Uh-huh. I was a reformed weed smoker <laughs> right. due to the crippling panic attacks that they often that yeah. weed smoking often cause me. And But I thought, well, okay, I'm here, and I don't want this girl that I you know care about. I don't want her thinking I'm a wuss. I want to do something <laughs> about it. Let's get some weed. So... 
but she's but she just kind of like left it to me to figure out. Okay. So we get in the cab <laughs> at the port, and I say, "Hey, man," and you know he's like, "What? You want weed?" <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. He, he go, I go, hey, man, that's all I said. And he goes, you want weed? And I go, yeah, how did you know? And he goes, because it's always the ones taking the taxi cabs. I always want the weed. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, good thinking. I go, can you take us to this waterfall? But close around, is there like a place where we might be able to pick up some ganj? Mm-hmm. And he was like, first of all, we don't call it ganj. Right. So stop it. <laughs> Just a stupid white man on another cruise ship. There's three more coming today. I've got to deal with you guys all day long. First of all. Second of all, yes, there's a little shopping village. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll point out which huts you can go talk to, right? And I was like, okay. So we literally get dropped off probably like a half a mile from the, um, from the waterfalls. There is a shopping village off the beaten path. It's literally these thatched huts. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of shacks and A huts. lot of shacks and thatched huts. And there's a row of 20 on one side, 20 on the other. Mm-hmm. It's a marketplace, essentially. And there's a lot of touristy bullshit, but there's also like goods and services, I imagine, mm-hmm. for the locals there. So it's a good mix of locals. And so I'm like, I feel good about this. I'm like, okay, I think I can figure out somewhere. I can do this, I can Brian, do this. You can do this. You can do this. You can get us high. <laughs> good you enough. get us high. <laughs> yes. I'm, just, I'm talking myself up. I am light. I am love. I am the guy that will get some weed in a strange country without getting us arrested or killed. Yeah. Um, so I. So he pointed out, you know, go to the whatever the third hut on the left. So we go to the third hut on the left. It is a like a knickknack tchotchke kind of place, yeah. selling knickknacks and tchotchkes. Well, there's a lot of wood carving yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Some of it local, I'm sure, and then some of it like shipped in from China, like we do here in the United right. States. All p- cruise ports do, right? And so I walk in. There's a guy b- behind the counter, like whatever a counter, a table, whatever it is, and. He, I walk in and I'm just like looking around and I'm like, I don't know what to do here. I don't know what to say. Like, this is such a weird conversation to have. Yeah. So I'm like, kind of walk up a little shyly to the table. And before I even open my mouth to say hi to the guy, he goes, you want some weed? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. They just assume. They just assume yeah. because they know we're just dumb tourists who don't have, <laughs> at that time, had no accessibility to well, it legally right. here in the United yeah. States. And so... I say, yes, how did you know? And he goes, oh, man, come on. He's like, you know, I know. Like, I know. You're not buying any. You don't want anything in here. You want the weed. And I was like, yeah, I do. And he goes, all right, $50. Show me the money. And I'm like, oh, now I'm trying to, like, play it really street smart. And I'm like, show me the weed. And he's like, doesn't work that way, man. Show me the money. Show me you got cash. I don't take credit cards, right? And so I whip out. I probably have a fanny pack on because I'm, you know, that guy. (laughs) Like a bright neon colored fanny pack. (laughs) And so I open it up and I pull out the 50 bucks. And he's like, okay, man, come up. Come with me. So we we go through this like series of weird shacks and tunnels. Right. Right. Behind the actual facade of this marketplace. And now we're like in the back, but it's all covered and thatch tuts and all this. And I'm like, geez. So I assume what's going on is that all of them sell weed and they all share the same <laughs> weed pot to go get the weed from probably. and then collect their money, which is great. That's a co-op. It's probably in the spirit of how things should be done. So in this one room, very darkly lit. Now, now my ex, ex is back at the front of this shack, right? right? And I'm now gone at least five minutes already because we had to like work our way through these tunnels and huts and all this other stuff. There is a big wicker basket, the kind that a cobra would come out of in one of those (laughs) weird Disney movies that are slyly racist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's this huge thing, and it's probably three feet high. 
And he opens it up and he pulls out a stick. Yeah. A stick. A, a bud. Of that, weed. That's what Jeff said it was yes, like when it, he went 20 years ago. It was like two feet long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He and was he's like, like, it was just a straight up stalk. That was it. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> and he's like, here you go, man. And then he pulls out another one that's a little less big. And he goes, because I like you. Right. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. But I was actually hoping for much less weed. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was actually hoping for much less for fifty dollars. And he's like, "Oh man, no, it's it's Jamaica. Like this is how it yeah, rolls. This is how we work, everywhere. right?" And he's, "Don't worry about it. Take it." And I'm like, "No, you don't understand. Like I have a fanny pack. I, I'm going to a waterfall. I have no place to put this." So I take out the pack of cigarettes that I have at the time, and I pull the cellophane off of it, like all good. <laughs> half cock drug addicts yes. do and i just knock off a little bit of it and i pour it in there and then i <laughs> i burn the cellophane with my lighter and i'm like that's it and he goes for 50 bucks and i said well yeah that's all i can carry and he's like you got to get more you got to get smarter than that or something like that <laughs> yeah, he said something right. to me he's like i just offered you like half a pound of weed yeah. and you're taking a bud a single three inch bud <laughs> and i'm like listen it's just me and my girl like we're not you know we're not gonna Toke it down that much. Yeah. And he's like, damn shame, bud. Damn shame. Well, what do you ever you want to do? You know? Okay, fine. So we leave. I put it in my pocket. You're like, I did it. I did it. I told Julia. I came out of there with my white shirt on, my neon swimming trunks, my water shoes, which I'm sure I had on. Yeah, because you were going to the waterfall. I was going to the waterfall. And I was dressed for the waterfalls. Right. So, no, actually, I had cargo shorts on. So, you know, but cargo shorts, white shirt, you know, fanny pack or whatever I was carrying with me. And then these water shoes. And I'm click, 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 (laughs) click. Just look at me. I am the epitome of a dumb American. (laughs) So I come out and I'm all happy and I'm like, I got it. And she's like, you got it? And I'm like, yeah, I got it. The guy offered me like a pound of weed. But and she's like, we don't have that kind of money. And I was like, no, like 50 bucks. And she's like, 50 bucks. And I was like, yeah. And he offered me like a three and a half feet of weed. Yeah. And she's like, I don't even understand what that means. And I'm like, don't worry about it. It was a crazy situation. But I got out of there with the skin of my teeth. I was brave. I was like MacGyver. I, was I negotiated. Yeah. I was Mark Cuban down in the ditches once, selling something. Well, once again, he bought high and sold low. I bought high and I sold low. I'm the only guy in Jamaican history that walks in, gets offered a pound of weed for 50 bucks and walks away with crumbles with the shake. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the 50 though. Yeah, I literally shook the butt <laughs> over the cellophane and I was like, what do you think about that? Yeah. Take that. <laughs> I think we're dumb Americans. <laughs> and then he's like, no, take it all. And I'm like, oh, actually, I can't. Yeah. So, okay. So we go to the waterfalls in Ocho Rios and we have a great day. And I, when I got to the waterfalls, they had lockers. We locked our stuff in our lockers along with the cellophane in my cargo shorts. We get back to the boat. And there, we have like another three and a half, four days left on the cruise. And so this was just a day stop. This is a day and, stop. Uh, uh, just Rios, yeah, okay. This is a day stop. And so, and, and, and I have to tell you, like we get back on the cruise ship or we're getting back on the cruise ship. We're embarking back onto the cruise ship and we have to take these little like porter boats, right? These little tin tenders. The tenders, boats, yeah. The tenders. And the guy who's navigating this tender boat, which is a Jamaican tender boat, that's how it works. They come out there, they get you. Uh-huh. Okay, man, anything goes on in Jamaica stays in Jamaica. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to look away for a few minutes, throw it out the window. You know, you, you can't make it back to America. Right? Have a good time while you're here, but, you know, uh, see you the next time and we'll save it for you or whatever he says. <laughs> and so we're sitting next to this other couple and the other, the wife 
who we had been to dinner with a couple nights earlier was like, oh, get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> to her husband. And her husband's like, the fuck I'm going to get rid of it. They don't give a shit. It's in international waters. Please tell me no one smokes weed on a Jamaican cruise. Come on. Yeah. You know? And then so I'm not, I'm taking the high ground too. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that. I just paid 50 <laughs> bucks for a pound of weed and I got shake. <laughs> I'm not throwing it out. What are they going to do? Bust me for less than a gram of marijuana? Come on. They can't do that. So, but then we get off the tender boat and I quickly realize that the security check that's going on is not the normal security check. It's it's right. pretty intense. Right. They're putting people through scanners. They're patting some people down. They're opening all the bags. They're feeling people. You know, they're doing the whole thing. Yeah. Somehow, some way, I, when we're standing in line, I stuff it into my cigarette pack <laughs> And then I just put that through the metal detector, right? Yeah. Like a dumb shit. I put it through the metal detector and no one is the wiser. Like nothing happens. And by the way, I didn't see anybody else getting busted with anything. So clearly it was just like perfunctory, right? Oh, we're going to make it seem like we have security here, but we know what goes on. So we get back to the room and we imbibe. Yeah. And I order room service, which is free because you're on a cruise. <laughs> right. I ordered 12 bacon, egg and cheese sandwiches <laughs> one night just for yeah, shits yeah. and giggles. Yeah. And I just had a grand old time, right? But I was only taking like like a half a hit, like, and then I would be done for the night. And then I would fall asleep having a panic attack. So last night before we're entering American waters and the TV pops on like it does sometimes when you're on a cruise because the cruise director wants to tell you something having regarded wow. safety, a change of plans in the trip or whatever. <laughs> be an alert, Brian Green. Yeah. Has <laughs> what if it came on and then just my picture was on there? Be on the lookout yes. for this man. <laughs> And then they have like a picture of the the cigarettes going through the x-ray machine. Armed and dangerous. Armed with ragweed. a bag of shake. Yeah. Not even marijuana. It's a native pollen flower. It's going to kill everybody if it gets out into the air conditioning system. He's on a rampage. He didn't buy weed. He bought a poisonous fucking shrub. He's going to kill all of us. Find him. Don't approach. Let us know. So this guy comes popping on, and he's Yankee fucking doodle dandy. You know, he's like, oh, I'm so glad you had a great time on the cruise. I've never been on a cruise. So it's know, so, but I'm picturing it's so it. it's weird because it literally the TV pops on, yeah. you know, and I, I, they do this now and we've been on more recent cruises and they do this, but it comes through the intercom system. Right. But on this particular cruise, the TV also popped on. Right. And it's like, ah, oh, thanks for everybody for coming on the cruise. You know, I'm glad everybody had a good time. Now let's, let's, go, let's get your disembarking information. Here it goes. A through Z, you know, floors one, two, three, going to disembark at this time. Get your luggage. Don't get your luggage, whatever it is. And I just got to remind everybody, as I always do, when we go down to Jamaica, come on. <laughs> I know, we all know what Jamaica's known for. It's known for its beauty, but it's also known for its marijuana. <laughs> and he's like, listen, what you do on the cruise or while you're in Jamaica is your business. No one here is, to t- no one here, is uh, here to tell you any different. However, just know that it is a federal offense <laughs> to go into U.S. waters with any contraband inside your luggage, your person, and including your cabin. So this is your opportunity. At 3 a.m., we will cross the line in, back into U.S. waters by 3 a.m. All marijuana and all, rela- all illegal substances need to be somewhere besides this ship, right? And he's like, don't pollute. You know, don't stuff up our toilets. And he's like, but you get the point. <laughs> you got it. So he gives us like this stern warning. First of all, I'm high. Second of all, I just ordered a lot of bacon, egg, and cheeses. And third of all, I am now paranoid. I'm like, oh, Mm. So 
I say to my, the girl that's with me, I, uh, my ex, I say, hey, listen, do what you're going to do now. Because I'm going to get rid of this. I'm going to like flush it down the toilet, throw it overboard, something. I'm going to do something with it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, God, you're so goddamn paranoid. It's like, you've got like this much left. It's not going to be a big deal. You know, blah, 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 blah. And uh, so she, whatever. She decides not to smoke anymore. I throw it down the toilet before we go to bed and flush it away, take the cellophane, put it in the trash can. I'm done. Done yep. with it. No problem. No Served must. No purpose. fuss. Yep. Next morning, wake up. We're in port in Miami. And you will not believe what happened to us. And that's why. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I'm going to take a break. You have to stay tuned. I'm going to take a break. Uh, And then I have a funny story to tell too. Oh, I would love to hear it. Okay. All right. (laughs) We'll be back. What? Oh, hi. It's Christina again. Here to remind you to go to tcbpodcast.com for all things audio, video, and tcbdo. Give us a follow on Instagram at the commercial break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And guess what? We have a new phone number. I know what you're thinking, but I promise this is the last TCB phone number you will ever have to remember. <laughs> so call us and leave us a voicemail or text us at 212-433-3TCB. Once more for the people in the back, that's 212-433-3TCB. Oh, and check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the commercial break. That's all for now. Let's listen to our sponsors and get back to the show. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we get. (laughs) (laughs) Just made it back to Uh, Miami. That's right. We made it back to Miami. We're disembarking as we uh, were told to do. And if anybody's ever been to the Miami, one of the Miami cruise port terminals, then you'll know that what you do is essentially you get off at one level and then you take this incredible escalator up to the top level, or at least Mm. is the way it was when we got off this particular cruise. You take like this three-story escalator up to the top, and that's where customs and immigration and all that shit is. Even though you don't really, it's not like a a super check, you have to go through some stuff. So we're going up this escalator, and then we're chitting and chatting, and maybe we're a little hungover, and blah, 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 blah. And as we start cresting the top of it, I see what I think is a very nice-looking German shepherd with a police officer. And I am blissfully unaware that you're not supposed to touch the dogs. So, (laughs) And the dog is coming toward me. And I'm like, oh, good dog. Oh, it's so beautiful. What is that? A Malamute? What is that? I'm trying to sound professional. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love that dog. Chrissy, I am thinking nothing, nothing about anything except what a nice dog, right? Yeah. And the dog is pulling toward me and the officer is walking toward me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I I love this dog. So I, I go to I love this dog. I'm probably still high from yeah, the night before. Exactly. So I get down. What a beautiful dog. I get down. I go to get down and like meet it at its level, like you would with a dog, right? And then and then the officer like pulls the dog back and is like, don't! Touch the dog. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. He was just coming toward me. So I thought I would let him know, you know, I'm friendly. And he's like, sir, 
I need you to come over here with me. And I'm like, what? What for? And he's, I'm like, I didn't touch the dog. Like, I never touched the dog. I promise I yeah. won't touch I was the only dog. thinking about touching the dog in my very high brain. Did I say that out loud? I'm like, oh. And he's like, sorry, I need you to come over here. And then quickly, two other police officers are right behind me. Like, you know, they walk up and they're right behind me. They're like, sir, come this way with us, please. And I'm like, what happened? What did I do? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to touch the dog. Like, now I'm all upset because they're arresting me because I touched the dog that I didn't right. touch. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm really sorry I didn't touch the dog. He's like, it's not about the dog. The dog is a narcotic-sniffing yeah. dog, and he has hit on you. That's why he was coming up to you. And I was like, oh, shit. And I go, well, I don't have any narcotics on me. And he's like, we'll see about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Meanwhile, my ex is standing 50 feet away, and she thinks this is the best thing since sliced bread. This is hilarious to her because Brian's getting his balls busted about touching the dog. Well, she doesn't know that it wasn't about touching the dog because right. she's 50 feet away from me. And so now I've got three police officers, and this one guy goes, you know, I'm a U.S. inspector, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, it's nice to meet you. I don't have any drugs on me. And he goes, well, the dog is hit positive on you. We all know what happens in Jamaica. We all know what happens in Jamaica. And oftentimes, people are tempted by some outside force to bring in narcotics on their behalf. Yeah. Have you told anybody they could put anything into your bags. And I'm like, no. Meanwhile, the dog is sniffing around, right? And it keeps coming back to me, to hitting on my leg. Your like leg. Keep, Like sniffing, you know, and I'm like, no, no, I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I was never in any thatched hut being offered a pound of weed for $50. Never. I never did that. Never happened. And he's like, I need you to be honest with me. This is the one chance you got. I need you to be clear with me. Did you or did you not? bring back narcotics from Jamaica or any other place that you stopped. And I said, I didn't. I, I swear I did not. And he goes, we're getting a positive hit, sir. I'm going to have to pat you down. And I'm like, okay. So he pats me down, the cigarettes, the lighter, the whole nine yards. He puts it and he puts it on the table. And the dog keeps hitting on me. And I'm like, and not, not like the kind of hitting on you that was important <laughs> in the 20s. It's like, he keeps sniffing my leg. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I don't have any drugs on me. What could possibly be the problem here? That's what I'm thinking. And so the officer says, Mr. Green, this is like now 15 minutes has passed and we've all been sitting there like arguing about whether or not I have drugs on me, right? And he's like, Mr. Green, one last chance. Did you go to Jamaica? Did you smoke a little bit of weed? Did you have a little <laughs> bit of fun? Did you forget maybe to throw something away? And I was like, I didn't. I didn't go to Jamaica for any purpose except for the water. Jamaica, I've never been to Jamaica. It stopped. I stayed I in. Know. As a matter of fact, I'm allergic to Jamaica. I never got off the boat. <laughs> I never got off the boat at all. I never even left my room. I don't even. I don't even want to be around alcohol or gambling. Half the ship was off limits to me. I literally went to the mess hall and back. That's it. That's it. And so he says, "Listen, the dog is highly sensitive." The dog will smell weed days after it's been somewhere. And so we have to get to the bottom of this. I can't just let you go. The dog keeps hitting on you. Like, I can't let you go. We got to get to the bottom of this. Just come on. Tell me the truth. Like, now he's begging me to tell yeah. him the truth so he can get on to more important things right. in his day. Right? He's clear. He's not busted Pablo Escobar in the fucking <laughs> yeah. you know, Miami cruise port. And I'm like, all right, listen, man. We smoked a little bit of weed in Jamaica. Where did you put the weed? I said, well, I had it in my pocket, but, you know, I got rid of it. And he's like, okay, you had it in these pockets? And I'm like, look down, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I did. And I go, but it was wrapped in something. And he's like, it doesn't matter. He goes, weed smells so strong. He's like, that dog can smell that. You could wash those pants, and the dog would probably still be able to smell it. And I was like, well, that's amazing. Tell me more about the dog. And he's like, no, 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 this is about you, Mr. Green. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I'm trying to like tell me yeah. you're trying to divert. I know I'm trying to do a podcast interview with him. I'm like, well, tell, tell me more about this dog. What's his name? Rudy. What a nice name for a dog. <laughs> How long have you had him? Where'd you get him? Is that a rescue dog? Uh, so he goes, listen, give me a second. I'll be right back. Okay. So five minutes goes by. He's on the phone with somebody. He comes back. All right. You're going to be back. You're going to get, you're going to get to go. No problem. And I said, okay. He goes, but my Sarge wants me to do one more thing. And I'm like, what's that? And he goes, I just want to do a quick body cavity search just to make sure that there's nothing anywhere where we can't see it. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, do you swallow any drugs? I go, I didn't swallow any drugs. No. And there's none of my shitter right now. So I, I actually just pooped this morning. Everything's clean and clear down there. And he's like, well, well let's run into this private bathroom. Me and another officer are going to come in there. We're going to check real quick. Oh and I'm like, God. are you kidding me? Are we really doing this? And he's like, take five the minutes. Whole yeah. This? Now he's convincing me that this is an okay thing to do. Like a stranger with a small child. It's okay. Come with us. Yeah. I got candy. I got candy. Come with us. So I swear to God, in the Miami cruise port terminal, I'm in this bathroom that is now locked with two Miami-Dade <laughs> something or others. And they are looking up my ass with a flashlight. Oh, my God. With a flashlight. Oh. Then they do my mouth. Then they're looking, you know, look, doing the whole collar thing, you know, <laughs> da, 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 da. And, and I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, I think we're going to have to let him go. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm right here. You realize I'm right here, right? You're talking to your partner like you're just sad that you, I don't go to jail today. <laughs> And so then I walk out, and now, uh, you know, my ex, ex Julia, yeah. is like, oh, my God, what the fuck has Brian gotten himself into? And I come out there, and I'm like, I'm mortified. I'm right. like, they just searched my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks this is the funniest thing that has ever happened in life. She is like, they searched your asshole? And I was like, they put a flashlight up there. She's like, they put a flashlight in your asshole? And I go, they didn't stick it in my asshole, but they were shining around with the asshole. And I was like, why do they need a flashlight? It was well lit in there. They couldn't see? <laughs> they couldn't see that there was nothing coming out of my ass? Oh, my God. And I had a full-blown panic attack for the entire ride home. I swear oh, yeah. to God, I did. I was so beside myself that this had happened to me. And all over a little bit of weed that I had put in my pocket. I mean, imagine if I'd come home with the entire tie stick, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. Like, what the fuck, Ryan? What the fuck? Uh, All right, tell me your story about Jamaica. Uh, okay, so... Did you get your ass searched? I did not. Okay, all right, just check. I did not. <laughs> just check. So we get there the first night, and we have this driver that is a friend of a friend. Okay. Some friends of ours go down there every year and have cultivated a friendship with this guy and he's their driver and tour yeah, guide let me and say the whole without thing. saying to the friend is a celebrity is a celebrity musician <laughs> yeah. i'm not going to say who it is but yeah. it's a celebrity musician so chrissy's yeah. like really in good chrissy and jeff yes. are in good hands yes these guys know what they're fucking talking about they've been down there a lot <laughs> they probably played concerts there i would imagine yes they have okay so this guy that they've hooked us up with he's never left the island he's just he's jamaican wow true and true and just a great guy. Picks us up from the airport, takes us back, is kind of showing us where different sections of places as we're going through are. And we had heard about this place, Presley's, to go to to eat for dinner one night. And so he's like, you know, hey, we've got... Um, <laughs> There's a ghost moving a chair in the room. That blue. was weird. Blue I don't, I don't think that's through. blue. I think that's one of the youngins. <laughs> So he'd ask us, you know, we heard about this place, Presley's like, there's Presley's. And I'm like, I want to go there tomorrow night. Because when he picked us up, he had beers for us. Wow. And joints for us. Really? <laughs> Seriously? So we've already been partaking on this hour and a half drive back. And I'm like, we got to go there. We got to go to Presley's. So he's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll set it up for you. 
So the next day, well, that night, the night before he asked us, do you want fish, lobster, or conch? And we were like, oh, okay. Just, there's three yeah. pieces, uh, three, three, just, you know, three choices. Jeff is like, I'll take fish. And I said, I wanted lobster. We get there <laughs> to Presley's this next night, which is just right across from our resort area. And it is a shack, you know. A literal I mean, shack. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Thatched roof, the whole thing. And we walk in and our driver, our friend uh, is like, hey, you know, here's your stuff. I've ordered in advance. You had to order in advance. He's a former fisherman. Wow. So this guy had gone out like that day. And, and caught the caught fish? It. Yes. So we sit down and we're waiting for a while. And finally we get those, these plates that come out. And I mean, they're two of the biggest lobster things i've ever seen there's wow. so much lobster that's amazing two things. that's lovely two plates yeah with the rice and the vegetables and all of that and it's delicious and we started eating it and i mean so there's four parts to it because it's two that have been split open yeah you know and so i'm done with just like one piece i'm like man i'm getting full yeah you know i mean it was filling with like the butter and the everything oh my god i'm hungry <laughs> I'm hungry now. You always see this dog that keeps kind of coming up to the front of the shack. And I'm like, oh, that dog's so cute. <laughs> like you with the German yes. Shepherd. But this was not a drug sniffing dog. This is this a lobster a sniffing dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the dog starts coming and I, I can't help it. I'm petting the dog and like, oh, it's so sweet. And so we can't eat all the lobster. So we're like on the sly slipping the dog. You are feeding the dog the lobster that this guy caught in the morning <laughs> yeah, for you? And we don't want to be rude and not have, of course. Uh, not eat it all. But we couldn't eat it all. So. Oh my God, that's too funny. <laughs> so this dog is so sweet. I'm petting the dog, pet the dog. I kind of, you know, throw a little lobster yeah. down on the dirt floor. <laughs> the dog, the dog's eating it. But then Jeff's like, here, you know, take this part of mine. I can't eat that. I throw it down and the dog's like, I've uh, had too much and that's <laughs> I mean, it. just kind of waddles away. It kind of waddles away. I'm like, what's that dog's name? And turns out the dog's name is White Paw. Oh, White Paw. <laughs> so we loved White Paw. White Paw. We leave, we were getting ready to leave and here comes our driver pulling around the front. <laughs> and White Paw's having a seizure on the ground because he's allergic to shellfish. <laughs> we see why no. White Paw was okay. White Paw promptly went to sleep. Yeah, we yeah, come yeah. out of this place yeah. and I mean, he's just passed out, passed <laughs> out asleep. But meanwhile, we saw our driver coming around the side of the bin. And as he passes by in his car, he's got a joint hanging out of his mouth. Oh, I'm like, that's something hey. you don't see every no. day, do you? Uh, I mean, I mentally took a picture of it. I was like, I just love this. I mean, in L.A., I think you see that quite often, actually. Uh, but, uh, uh, so many little moments like I know. those. I could just see you this just fisherman. just get immersed in the culture. I could just see this fisherman. Everybody's so nice. They are. So nice, they were, too. We always we, we we felt everyone that we interacted with down yeah. there was so fucking cool. And, you know, I can see this fisherman waking up at three in the morning, <laughs> bothering his wife and his children, and he's like, God damn it, more tourists. I got to go catch a lobster today, hon. I'm sorry. You know, here's Chrissy. Yeah, 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 feeding the dog. <laughs> I couldn't eat it all. <laughs> So it's all gate well that night. Yes, he did. Well, <laughs> good, so did for we. the, good for White Claw. That was enough for White Paul, too. <laughs> I call him White Claw. <laughs> His name's White Claw. 
Well, I love that you went to Jamaica. I think that's a great beautiful, thing for you. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I mean, it. the sunsets were just amazing. And just, like I said, the people, the places is just gorgeous. Yeah, when you're down on the ocean, when you're there at the yeah. ocean, sometimes if you're facing in the right direction, those sunsets, that you know, oh. especially if they, like, they're coming across the sky instead of, like, straight up or yeah. down, they can last for 30, 40, 50 oh, yeah. minutes. Yeah, definitely. We saw that in, in Naples is another great place to Naples see it. Naples is, But yeah. it happens pretty quickly. It's like within right. a 20-minute period, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> on to Jamaica. I wanted to talk about another dog uh, who's probably eating lobster. <laughs> Do you remember like a couple of months ago, maybe a month ago at this point, maybe it was a little longer than that, we did a video about the guy who was saying that he taps into his whatever chakra yeah. and then his nut chakra to get the girls to get that <laughs> yes. energy that certain women certainly want. Uh, and what a riot this guy was. His name was Zon something, and he was from the 21 Expo or the 21 Convention or whatever it's called. I'm not going to promote him here. I'm just going to use their content. I'm not going to promote he him He was here. a pickup artist. He was a pickup artist, yeah. basically. And he had the most ridiculous ideas. But he ideas. was like the hippie crystal. Yes. <laughs> he was artist. telling you you needed to ignore your heart chakra yeah. and go straight for your nut chocolate. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's back. And this is a newer video. Same company, same expo, same conference. Another year. He's it's clear that this is a more updated video. And he I found an hour-long presentation that he gave on the <laughs> on the spiritual art of seduction. And you know this guy is gonna give us all the wrong advice. So I know that we can't go through an hour of it, but I thought maybe we could go through a little bit of it yeah. and have some fun. What do you think? I think okay. so. All right. So here's Zahn from the 21 convention. Uh, which I think is in some small Orlando hotel where they clearly have all the finer <laughs> things in life. <laughs> oh, he doesn't have his bun. His he doesn't. Bun. No, he's gone but for his, his long yeah. hair. He's now he's full Johnny Depp. He is what he is. <laughs> full Johnny Depp with black, a black shirt with the sleeves cut yeah, off of it. Sleeveless button up. Yes, button down. Button down. <laughs> button up. Who cut the sleeves out? <laughs> root, 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 root. <laughs> Zon. 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 He's got that long hair. He's got like the scruffy beard going on. He's got a couple of tattoos that obviously. Black glasses. Yeah, black glasses. Tattoos that were obviously inked on him many eons ago. <laughs> and then he's got the bracelet thing going on, oh, which yeah. Brian, you know, I have uh, one bracelet. Yeah. He's got yeah. 12. Yeah. But that, anyway, I'm just <laughs> painting a picture for you there out in the podcast universe. Let's listen to what Zon has to say about the art of spiritual seduction, oh, yeah. which I think is different than other kinds of seduction. How, I'm not sure, but we'll figure it out. In my 30s, where, the, where because I kept going, is when the light bulbs kind of go, like, every now and then, I go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not getting very late all the time. I got to change up. No, I'm doing it wrong. Wait a minute. These sleeves have been holding me back the entire time. The girl said this to me. I've heard that 20 times before, and really, maybe it means this. So I started to learn and started to get some little aha moments. I never had any. <laughs> He's getting an aha moment. He's getting an aha moment every time a woman slaps him and gets into his brain a little bit. Can I just say this? I don't want to body shame anybody or anything like that. But doesn't this look reserved for a certain type of muscular individual? Yeah. Are you, don't you think? I'm just, I just. <laughs> any startling epiphanies or big giant leaps. Um. So my 30s was like kind of like small incremental light bulb. That was back in the day before, is it true? Before uh, the internet discussions. (laughs) This was back in the day before I didn't know how to grift off you assholes. (laughs) And so there was no, I had no help. 
I had no way, nobody to look up to. I had nobody to turn to. I had no <laughs> nobody to, to look up to. What are you doing on 4chan? <laughs> figuring out how to pick up women? No one to look up to. I know. That is no the worst one. thing ever said about the internet. I had no one to look up to before the internet. But you say, this is how you do it, and it's going to be okay. And so... <laughs> My- this is how you do it. It's going to be okay. <laughs> it's not going to be okay. Whatever he's telling you, it's wrong. Thirties yeah. was like starting to get like some kind of understanding because I did nothing else but try and understand the hearts and minds and arms of women. That's all I want. Arms. arms. Why? Why? What? Well, he does have a thing for arms. A way to a woman's heart <laughs> is straight to her biceps. That's what I've always said, Chrissy. No. And, uh, um, and so my, my, by the way, can you imagine the poor sap that paid like $600 to show up to this convention and Zon's up there for an hour and 15 minutes telling you about yeah. his thirties epiphany oh, that God. women have arms is, <laughs> is when I, I, the dog just bark is our dogs at the 21 convention. It's blue. Oh, it's blue. <laughs> I thought it was on the, I thought it was on the video. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's weird. Get the road. I quit my corporate job. I wandered onto the earth, carry on bag only. And I traveled and I consolidated and refined and understood and conversed and, and, and. Uh, are we sure that's my dog? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Blue, fuck off, man. Come on. <laughs> Try to do a show here. Uh, by the way, this is the story of every influencer ever quit my corporate yeah. job went out in the world quit found, the man yeah I, I became i through experiences i became the buddha that i yeah. am today and, and i just can't remember the world with a carry-on with a carry-on <laughs> dracard war <laughs> and condoms that haven't been used in many decades spent time trying to distill what i'd learned about the hearts of women and my 40s, is, I traveled and I wrote a book about it. Oh. I wrote a book called The Alabaster Girl. And <laughs> I wrote a book called The Alabaster Girl and uh, here's the link to buy it on eBay. <laughs> only used copies available because I only made five and I used them all. <laughs> Unbelievable. It took me 10 years to write from 40 to 50. And birthday to birthday, I published on my 50th birthday. Get it out the door. Kick. And uh, Wow, what a great origin story. <laughs> I feel like this is Star Wars, the Clone Wars. <laughs> I feel like we're watching the bad three movies of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and then I learned about the whatever chakra. <laughs> it all came to It me. all came to fruition. <laughs> oh, why did you stop? It feels like I've said something. No, I vomited something out of my system. The whole time I was writing that book for 10 years, I love books. And yet I never read another book in that 10 years because I would go into an airport bookstore. I'm like, I love bookstores. And I would go in there and I'd be like, <laughs> books, books, books. And they called me. There was nothing like a good airport. <laughs> That's bookstore. right. I love bookstores. <laughs> Especially the ones with People magazine. Yeah, and the nuts. <laughs> this guy is such a twad. First of all, second of all, I love Beethoven, but I'm not going to direct the Boston <laughs> Symphony Pops anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? But I would feel because you like something doesn't make you good at it. Guilty because I hadn't finished my book. So for ten years, even though you're a professed book lover, 
You took yourself out of the book game. Yeah. So you didn't bother yourself about your own yeah. book. Yes. Yep. <laughs> if I had that rule about podcasts, <laughs> oh, it'd be a different podcast. And I felt like, uh, so I'd walk out of there. And I also didn't want to, I did, also didn't want to um, shift the, what I was trying to say. There's something in me that I had, that had been learned and fought for and you know, I, I went, I, I was in the trenches with a mustard gas flying over my head and I wanted to describe that experience. <laughs> yeah, how hard it must be. <laughs> in the trenches. I was in the bars. I was telling women they were beautiful. I was cornering them. I was using their other friends as a way to get to them. I was doing a lot of the pois, pois, pois. <laughs> and I just, I felt like I was in the trenches, you know, like real war, Chrissy. It felt like I was I getting... I was making any money. Well, <laughs> making money. Please. It took me he quit 10 his years. Job and didn't have any kind of book. <laughs> it took me 10 years to vomit this book up. My life experiences, my condensed version of whatever like chakras. That's right. To, to tell you now the secrets of women's arms. <laughs> the alabaster yeah. arm. Yeah. Alabaster girl. I'm sure that's a New York Times bestseller, by the way. And, um,. So for 10 years, I didn't, I didn't read another book. And now, honestly, guys, I feel devoid. I feel like I've sit. This is my book. I'll show you. <laughs> oh, how convenient. Way, <laughs> here's my book. I'll show Here's you. my book. I'll give you a link to buy it. I feel devoid. Like devoid. Is that the right word he should be using? Devoid. Eh, maybe. Incidentally, I know some of you have my book. It's here. It's here. Here it is. The Bible we've all been waiting for. The Torah. The Dead Sea Scrolls. The manuscripts from Muhammad himself. This is my vomit. And the alabaster arm made by Zan. Alabaster girl. And I, in, in Romania, where I have an apartment, I printed 2,000 of these books. <laughs> what? How what? Your what is this? This is a pitch for your book. <laughs> it's just an hour-long pitch for your book. <laughs> Romania. In, in Romania, where I have an apartment. <laughs> I thought he was going to say where my book was published, but he just said where I have an apartment. <laughs> That's right. In London, where I live under a bridge, <laughs> I have 2,000 copies of this. I have 1,000 left. I give them away. So if you want, a, a, if you want a signed copy, I'll, when I go back to Romania, I'll sign it, send it to you in the mail. Uh, just pay for shipping. Uh, go to Alabama. Seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. I'm shipping it from Romania. I'll give you a free book. Free book. Just pay the six hundred and twenty seven dollars shipping and handling exactly. from Romania. Thegirl.com, and I've got a thousand left. So as soon as a thousand are gone, done. But that's the book. Wow, what a rousing success! Oh I don't know if I'd be bragging about yeah. that. I made 2,000 copies. I gave 1,000 away, and now you too can have one. I'll sign up for you. And, you, you know, that was three years ago I published this thing on my birthday, and I haven't cracked it since. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Who keeps looking at the crowd like, like some bit of wisdom came through there. Yeah. I haven't cracked it since. I realized how terrible it was, and I decided <laughs> exactly. not to go back <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more song in just a minute. Well, thank the baby Jesus. Brian took a breath, and now I will use this opportunity to let you know that we've got a brand new phone number. That's right, it's 212 433 3TCB, and you can text us anytime you want. 
or you can call and leave us a voicemail and we might just use your message on the show once Brian gets through all the messages he missed last year, of course. Anyway, you can also find and DM us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And of course, all of our audio and video is easily found on tcbpodcast.com. Now I'm going to thank G one more time that we have sponsors. So thank G and here they are. All right, and we're back from the slightly condescending liners. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (sighs) It's like that conversation is done. Oh, Zahn is talking about how after 10 years, he took 10 years to write the book, and after writing the book. After three years, he's only sold half. Well, he didn't sell half. He gave away half is what he said. And now you two can be the proud owner of a signed copy uh, just by paying the $7,622 in shipping and handling from his apartment in Romania. Yeah. It's everything, everything I, honestly, it's everything I ever knew or learned in my entire life to that point about sexual polarity masculine edge turns out it's shit yeah turns out it didn't work so well i tried to get on the commercial break they wouldn't even have me uh the female spirit and um and the tigress and the euphrates <laughs> i've written about a lot is he Chrissy. having a therapy session like in front yeah, of I feel like his conference if this is the way that he processes information yeah. to write a book i could see why it took him 10 years <laughs> yeah Literally five minutes into this video, and we haven't heard anything except for about his book. Yeah, so I feel like I'm coming on stage here. I thought for a couple of days, what can I say? And the only thing I'm going to do is talk about how I wrote my book. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'm going to do is <laughs> show you my uh, hairless armpits. Oh, how did that happen? It's just kind of like the only thing that has interest to me now is what I'm trying to understand for myself. Going forward, my next 50 years, my next book. So anything has any, any... It will take you 50 <laughs> years. What the <laughs> fuck? This dude's having a midlife crisis what? on stage. <laughs> He's know. like, I was trying to think about what I was going to say. And, and then I, and, uh, I, I, all I care about is the next 50 years. That's all I care about. Way to be in the moment with those heart chakras. Oh, yeah. yeah. Any wheels for me at all. So... It might be like scattered and messy, and I, I really don't have any, a nice opening and crescendo. We noticed. Right. <laughs> We're and on to you, that's Zod. why successful yeah. speeches you do. You can hear the people that. leaving out the back of the room. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. I don't have it. Um, so I'm just going to riff on a few things that I've been thinking about. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> this is what I came here for, yeah. man. When Zon rips, shit gets real. That's where the good stuff is. You gotta listen to a lot of bullshit, but there's little nuggets of wisdom in there. Like that time he talked about the whatever chakra. I feel like Zon had one really nice performance with the whatever chakra thing, and now he's living yeah. off of it for the rest mm-hmm. of his life. I hope we get value from it. My voice sounds a little scratchy, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's giving a master class in speeches. Oh, well. Why doesn't this guy have Whatever. a TED talk? Whatever. <laughs> Besides all that. All what? You just told us it took you 10 years to write a book that never sold a copy. You have enough information. You've been consuming information for 10 years on an average here with books, ebooks. Seminars, forums, 
Facebook groups. <laughs> forums. <laughs> forums. Programs, DVDs. <laughs> stuff you've done. <laughs> YouTube videos. <laughs> and, then and then we're going on to Wisconsin. And then we're going on to Detroit. And then we're going on to Arizona. Information. I mean, I feel Massively. bad for anybody that has actually paid money it, to see this. Well, and that has done all of those things they're talking. He's talking about books, ebooks, DVDs, subreddits. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just forums, Facebook. <laughs> I get it. I get that being single is hard. It's really difficult, and I understand that it does not come easy to a lot of people. And uh, there's a lot of lonely guys out yeah. there. And I don't cast dispersions upon the people in the audience because they are just looking to make a connection. They need some answers. They would like something to help them get over this anxiety or, or, or crippling self-doubt. Or they paid to go to this comedy show. Yeah, or they paid to see Zahn <laughs> talk about how it took him 10 years to write a book. He's got nothing more to say. It's all in the He's book. Saying, it's all you have it. You have the information. You already have the information. By the way, thank you for spending $6,000 to come to the 21 convention. I'm here to tell you, you already have the information. Buy my new series for forty nine ninety nine a month today. And you have it packed in your head. So you don't need more information from me. <laughs> Well, we're not getting that. Well, great. Glad I decided to show up. <laughs> I could have slept in, but no, I yeah. came down here to see this asshole. The thing I want to get, if I can tonight, and, and I'll, I'll try, is to get kind of a spirit. Maybe you can feel what I've been trying to understand myself and what I'm still trying to understand going forward. <laughs> <laughs> struggling to find stuff to talk about. This is so, this is funny. I yeah. feel like this would, this is me when I speak sometimes. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm just going to disconnect. So I'm not going to, I don't know. I'm just going to, going to wing it. Um, you just spent you, five minutes talking that. about how you're going to wing it. Just go ahead and wing it. Get on. We know. Fly. Yeah. Flies on. Flies on. Leave the nest. <laughs> go, little birdie. Or maybe take tips from your own book. Yeah. Talk about those. Wanna, yeah, that's exactly what you should. I was just thinking the same thing. Like, pick a chapter and start reading just it. Just open it. Yes. Because there's only a thousand copies left. <laughs> Not everyone's getting one. Uh, the inf oh, there we go. information you have. And what a, what a way like to I think said, ahead to where you go, go to a convention where you could possibly sell those books yeah. that you have, but you didn't bring them with you. No, you forgot to bring them with <laughs> They're you. They're in Romania. Yeah. Well, I think he knows how well that's going to go over <laughs> already. <laughs> the information age has run its course. It really has because... Oh, oh really? <laughs> we don't need information anymore. Oh, well, yeah. of course. <laughs> information age. <laughs> that's so information age. That's, that's so 2024, <laughs> January 21st. Because look at the misinformation that's out there everywhere now. Yeah, you're part of the you're one throwing it out there. Yeah. The, mis the, the information age has run its course. It's, 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 it's overwhelmed with misinformation. And you have enough in here. So now, the only task from this time forward for the rest of your life is, is <laughs> focus on your dick chakra. <laughs> Cut the sleeves out of all your shirts and get to work, boys. How to take this massive amount of information that you have consumed and to lower it down here into your heart. Mm. Lower it down into your, into your gut and into your balls. <laughs> I'm laughing like a clown. 
all this information in your head, push it down to your, your heart. heart then your when gut, you're done there, push it to balls. your gut and then right to your yeah. nutsack. That's where that information belongs. <laughs> the score of the Mets Yankees straight to your balls. Who's going to become president in your nutsack? <laughs> oh my God, this guy. So you can feel something. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> the one guy who's in the crowd with a trench coat whacking off. <laughs> I got the USA Today down near my nuts. <laughs> I'm whacking it off. I'm on HuffPost right now with my nutsack. So instead of like talking to women like, hey, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, what are you doing later? It's all, it comes from here. Because hey, your balls? It comes from your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this, ah. this is really where our idea about having a pair of underwear <laughs> where you've got the, you can just drop the little trowel. You know how in the old cartoons, they used to have a little back flap? Yeah. Where, you know, <laughs> the old cowboys, they had the back flap on their long johns uh-huh. and they could just take a shit whenever. Chrissy and I had an idea about the DD Cantor, the wine tasting with your testicles, yeah. that you could just have a little flap that you would open up and then your balls would drop into the <laughs> wine. But I feel like this has now got multi-purpose. Yeah. I feel like along with cutting the sleeves out, you should cut a little hole out for your nutsack to drop when you're talking and to ladies. Absorb information. Yeah. Hey, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some information for you, but it's down here. <laughs> hey, I'm just going to say, I like girls and you look like one. That's all I know. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Comes from here. By the way, that room sounds packed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's like a TCB audience right there. I shouldn't make fun <laughs> because I'm not sure we could fill the room either. No. There's something that downshifts into your body. If you're hanging out with me ever, I'm like, hey, joke, joke, fun, talk, talk. Blah, are blah, blah. Yeah. Fun, are you fun. Though? Yeah. You're you not demonstrating. Yeah. If you ever hang out with me, you're like, fun, fun, laugh, laugh, talk, talk. Can you pick up the bill? <laughs> Do you have a couch I can stay on? <laughs> I just have a carry on. I one time almost had a wife. <laughs> talk, talk, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like anybody else. As soon as there's women, something in me downshifts <laughs> into my nuts. I can feel it. <laughs> Into my nuts. I feel like this is an episode of The Office where Michael keeps saying, (laughs) that's what she said. (laughs) That's my joke. Damn it, Dwight. And and, and there's something to me that kind of like, it's like, what's this uh, shape? Uh, Triangle? What's that that video game? Mortal Kombat. And and it's actually something that is shape charged for her. That's right. You felt that. I get it. Mortal I'm over Kombat. here and my buddies, yeah. That's what you're going to go... So this way you feel with a girl? I, yeah, I should envision myself as a Mortal <laughs> Kombat character throwing laser beam whatever's <laughs> through my dick chakra yeah. over the across the room? Yeah. You're not going away. So there's something in... in and, and if you can catch a glimpse or catch in the, the spirit of that, get it out of your head. We're all in our head. You know, you get a negative thought... Uh, let's say you go to a party, and I feel like this is like a guy who just tripped on ayahuasca, <laughs> but isn't really sure how to explain what he just saw. So yeah. he's like, "If you can just, if you can just, if you just imagine it, just imagine it. What? What do you want me to imagine?" <laughs> you don't know anybody there, but you want to be interesting and kind and cool and interact. 
And so you're like, get up my nerve, <laughs> get in state. I'm going to talk to this girl over here. Hey, hey, um, what are you drinking there? Whatever you say. And she's like, um, don't touch my drink. <laughs> she says, leave me the fuck alone. Oh my God. And now you get in your head. You get this negative thought in your head that says, well, that sucked. Just like this speech. <laughs> she just reinforced that I suck. You get this negative thought that circles around your head, you know, and it's like a bee. If you have one bee circling around your head, it's kind of a nuisance. If you have three or four, that's your whole world. You haven't washed yourself in a while. Yeah. You <laughs> 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 You need to put some phenyl sensor in that hair, which is true of Zod. You have three or four bees circling around your head. doesn't matter what else is going on. That's the only thing you can think about or concentrate on is that. And these bees circle around your head, and these thoughts build upon their, the thoughts, and then you think, well, it, yeah, I, I'm not interesting enough, obviously, and I don't know anybody here, and this is stupid, and uh, I feel awkward. And the thoughts, the negative. Well, let's give credit to where, where credit is due. Zahn <laughs> is saying something that kind of makes sense here. It's like if you're in your head and you know you're at a bar yeah. and you're trying to find a romantic connection or wherever it is at a place, and all you can think about is how miserable you actually are and how you know that's crippling self doubt and the right. anxieties. Well, that you do have to get out of your head a little yeah. bit, but not into your ball sack. <laughs> like leave it somewhere between your belly and your chin. <laughs> right, Blue. Got it. Thoughts stop, jump on top of each other. And accelerate and accelerate, and this swarm of bees goes around your head, and you can't escape it. There's a whole doctor out there that says, oh, change your thoughts, your life will change. Change your thoughts, your thoughts. You can't. Those thoughts are faster than you are. You can't. God. You're literally fucked. <laughs> I feel like this guy is like the miserable Wayne Dyer. Oh, I know. Dressed all in black, shows up, kicking his feet. You suck. I suck. I took Change me 10 your years. your thoughts. You can't. You can't. You literally are doomed to die like this. You can't outrun the bees. They're circling perfectly. And if you're running as fast as you can, they're still circling perfectly. It seems like that resonated with the crowd. They were all uh, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> I actually paid money to feel better about myself. <laughs> I was hoping. I can't run it. So. Don't read my book. <laughs> <laughs> the Alabaster Oath. I, can, <laughs> I can't bear to open. <laughs> I can't look at it. It's a, a sign of my abject failure. <laughs> It's kind of how I feel about the commercial break sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to turn it on. Oh, how then do you take this knowledge you have in your head and downshift it into <laughs> your body? Into your, <laughs> your balls. So that now you're speaking from the way you feel as opposed to speaking from the way you think. I feel this. That's all I know. Just saying. Just it. My balls are rock hard for you. <laughs> no, it's like anchor man, Ron Burgundy. He is like Ron Burgundy. I don't know what to say. I'm in my head, so talk to my balls. <laughs> yeah. My balls are literally on fire for you. This is like a bad episode of The Office. How do you downshift it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, 
<laughs> He's a wealth of information. He knows it all. He really does. <laughs> all right. I feel like we're going to leave it on a punchline because it seems like Zahn is having a breakdown yeah. there live in front of four people. <laughs> Poor guy. I kind of feel bad for him. Yeah. I'm like, well, Zahn. Hey, you chose the profession. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Dude, come on, man. You, <laughs> it sounds like you actually are on to a little bit of self-awareness here. If you could just use your powers for good, yeah. not for teaching guys how to use their dick chakra to attract women from across the fucking room with their Mortal Kombat zizzas or whatever the fuck you're calling just it. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> what? Just saying. That's what she said. Uh, oh, well, you know. What are you going to do? Takes all kinds, Chrissy. It does. That's what I've always said. That's what I always will say. <laughs> I don't know why. He just was providing no real information, but... There was no information. We garnered no information nope. from that, except maybe toward the end where we realized Zahn might be coming unglued a little bit. <laughs> but that's okay. I wish him the best. I really do. Zahn, come on the commercial break. We'll talk this through. Buddy. Yeah. We'll talk it through. I, I, I extend you an invitation. The one and only Pois that I extend an invitation to <laughs> is you and possibly Adam the Liar. But yeah. I'm bringing you on for two different reasons. Adam, I'm going right to yeah. Adam. You, I might, I might take a little more tact because it seems like you need some help. Yeah. And I don't have any help to give you, but I just think it'd be funny to talk about it on air. All right. TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about the show and Chrissy and I. You can watch all the video, listen to all the audio. It's right there, all at one location, tcbpodcast.com. We'd also like you to avail yourself of our 2,000 copies of books that <laughs> took us 10 years to write. It's called the Piggy Fronting Sticker. And, uh, you know, we've got some left. So if you'd like one, then go to the website, hit the Contact Us button. Drop-down menu says, I'd like my free sticker, and then leave us your physical address. We will also sign that for you. Look, there's a lot of parallels between us and Zahn, I feel like. <laughs> this show is mainly me having a, a midlife crisis <laughs> and talking shit, and uh, we give away free shit. Uh, so do that on the website, 212-433-3TCB. That's 212-433-3TCB. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, text them or use a voicemail. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB podcast on TikTok and YouTube.com slash what? The commercial break. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Doc Phil. I appreciate oh, it. I know. That's a great one. Okay. So that is definitely all I can do for today. I think so. But I'll tell you that I love you. I love you. I'll say best to you. And best to you. I'll tell the audience best to you out there in the podcast universe. And then without further ado, we must say, we will say, and we're going to say <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.